For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. It's time for the Urology Center of Iowa Audio Cut of the Day. For closest to the bag. Here's a 1-2 and a shot in the right center. A base hit for Bellinger. Justin Turner will score. Lux to third. Cody Bellinger delivers in the clutch. Set up your vasectomy appointment with the Urology Center of Iowa at 515-400-3550 or iowauro.com. Brian Anderson's good, isn't he? Yes, he oh, is. He's got such a great, distinct voice. Very, very talented. Do, does he have him and da- Ron Darling, who's good, too? That's Excellent. a good crew. He was so good last yes. night. Right away, he knew that check swing was not even close. Yes, I, well, he, he knew. Right. Yes, he um, I wonder if they go on to the NLCS. I would believe does, so, but I'm not positive. When does Buck get involved? Give me Brian Anderson. No, nah, he's good. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, let's get Bama Bob in here. You heard the music. Bama, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on, Bama Bob. How are you? Oh, doing great, Kenny. How are you? I think Buck and uh, Smoltz have the call, have the ALCS. Have tonight. the AL. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so that means Buck is done for with the NFL for a while, I wonder? Well, I mean, you know, probably for, well, in, I guess in theory he could do the first two games in Houston and flip back over to the NFL Sunday because it's an off day. That's true. And he does I do mean, that, you know, yep. Yeah, and then, you know, then they'd have, what, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then he could flip back to <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and it will be Brian Anderson and Ron Darling along with Jeff Francoeur on the call for the NLC. Francie's good. He's yeah. really good, yep. too. Nope, like I'm with you. Guy. Gave I him a hard true. time over at Principal Park a number of years back. You did? Oh, yeah. For what? I was liquored up. <laughs> He's in the outfield. Well, I was up in, <laughs> he was in the boxes, so I just hollered at him for a while. <laughs> he was a good sport. Oh, got me. <laughs> Excuse me. Kenny, I don't, I don't remember the last time no, I got you like that. You were up. We've killed the host. Right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's another one here, so we're in good shape. Uh, hang on a second. Okay. All right, we, we got you. We got you. Well, the, the, does, okay. this, does this mean I can drive the conversation? We don't have to talk ACC football? Well, did I put? I think I've got an ACC game on the oh, list. No. And I apologize to you guys when I sent the list. But before we get into it, Bama, we always ask you and I when an Iowa State opine. Uh, since Trent mm-hmm. and I talk about it all week, are either... Iowa State, who is about, what, a six-and-a-half trend point favorite? Six-and-a-half, oh, yep. Six-and-a-half over K-State at Circa. And then Iowa was 11 uh, at Circa uh, over Purdue. Either the clones or the Hawks on upset alert, Bama? Uh, I don't think so, but I just I, I don't know from Iowa State, Ken. I mean, Kansas State is they're just one of those teams that you just don't like to play. I mean, they, they've lost their last two against Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Close. Um, you know, Iowa State's just so up and down. You know, lose, you know, win, lose, win, lose, win. Hey, what do you take whatever you want from Kansas last week, which is probably nothing. I would have to say out of the two of those, I, I would think the Cyclones, just because Kansas State, just it, it's just never a fun team to play and I you know for whatever reason and you go to Manhattan and it's I think it's a night game 6 30 don't know what the weather's going to be but shouldn't really affect Iowa State that much but um 
you know, Iowa just looks like they've got it rolling. Purdue, I wish, was a little better. I thought they were going to be good. They, you know, with, they came off the win against Oregon State, the non-conference game, and they just haven't done a whole lot since then. So I would say if either of them, it would have to be Iowa State. Uh, I just think Iowa's just that strong. You worry maybe a little bit of a hangover coming off that big, big win against uh, Penn State last week. But, look, they're at home. They may struggle. They may scuffle a little bit. But I don't I don't see Iowa having a ton of trouble with, with Purdue. So I guess out of the two of them, I would say if one of them is going to get picked, it'd be the Cyclone. Well, they haven't won in Manhattan since 2004. So let's move on. To Trent, yeah. Let's start with this game in the Big 12 that um, – it's this important game. I mean, Oki stays unbeaten. We'll see them in Ames next Saturday. I guess we'll get the kickoff time uh, released on Sunday for that one. But Texas, I mean, what do you expect from Texas? They had the Sooners beat. How do they come back? How do you see this game? I have more questions still about Oklahoma State. And that's really where kind of my handicap and look at this game starts is when I look at Oklahoma State, defense is really good. Look, any metric you want, really good. Against two. That schedule has not been daunting, and it's been against offenses that haven't been very good. That's where they start. Texas, they got their own concerns on the defensive side of the football, but from what we've seen out of Spencer Sanders this year, are you confident that they're going to move up and down the field? The line does feel a little bit high, but I think it's right. Ultimately, I'm the Texas side, and they win this one by 7-10. to Mm -hmm. How about you, Bama? How do you see this game? Well, I would would disagree a a tad with Trent. I mean, their last three, Oklahoma State, their last three wins are against at Boise over Kansas State and against Baylor, who we all think is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, again, not dynamic. To mm-hmm. me, this is sort of a you know talent wise. I, I think again, it, it's you know it's not close or it's it leans in Texas's favor. I just think the whole thing this is this is a mental game for Texas and, and Sarkeesian and that staff after what happened you know in Dallas last week against your most bitter rival, having it won. Yep. And losing it that way, he's got to he's got to get in these kids' heads. Listen, okay, yeah, we lost the game. If we want a rematch, we can't we can't lose this one because if we do, they're probably done at that point. And so they they, they know they have to win out. Um, they would be two games behind Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. I don't think they got enough makeup on that. So it's it's really to me this is all about the the attitude that Texas can come in and play with and just put that Oklahoma game behind them and use really use it as motivation. I don't want to be psychologist here, but you basically lose that use that as motivation and go, listen, if we want another shot at the Sooners, we need to get this one too. Um look, Thompson was great last week. Uh I, I think of the two quarterbacks, I mean you mentioned there's I don't think there's there's any question mm-hmm. who has the advantage. I mean, it, and again, at the skill position and B. John Robinson and everything else. And Oklahoma State's, like, you know, Trent said, pretty good against the, you know, against the run. They're averaging a little over 90 a game against them. And Texas is averaging, uh, you know, almost 200 on the ground. So, um, or over 200 on the ground. I don't know. I I like Texas in this game. I I. I trust Sarkeesian enough, and I think they can make enough big dynamic plays, and I trust him enough that he has got them in the right in the right frame of mind and just, you know, with the, with what I just said, listen, guys, forget what happened last week. If we, we want them again, but to get them again, we got to win out, and it starts this week. Don't let, don't let that 
game last week. Really, it didn't cost us anything in terms of what we want to do in the Big 12. If we if we win the rest of them, we'll get them again. And I think I trust him enough to instill that attitude in this team. Uh, let's move on to Cincinnati, who will host Central Florida. This is not a great Central Florida team by any means. Injuries uh, at the quarterback position. I think Cincinnati is. Um, I think they're a really good football team. Trent, do you think Cincinnati's in for a struggle? I don't, and it's the injuries. You know, if Gabriel was still there, if mm-hmm. Isaiah Bowser, the former Northwestern running back, was there for UCF. I think this would what be What happened at Northwestern to him? Do you remember why he left? Yeah, Orlando as opposed to Evanston. I have no idea. Well. <laughs> I did hear the story there. When you're 22, yeah. sounds but pretty good. But Fitz had confidence in he him, did. I thought. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but ultimately, that's what it comes down to. The injuries here. I do think UCF could have hung mm-hmm. against the Cincinnati team. But the defensive line for the Bearcats is just so good. They really are. Against an inexperienced quarterback. Against a running game that can't get going, just not a good recipe for success. Yeah, close, Bammer. Does Cincinnati pull away? Maybe not to the extent that they did against Temple last week. How do you see it? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I would stay away from the the spread here. It's twenty one and a half. What I'm looking at, I could see it in that twenty one range. I could see it going over. You know, them covering. Um, you know, I, I don't. Ultimately, I don't think it's close, and just for the reasons you mentioned. And I think Cincinnati's on a mission. What whether UCF is down or not. Okay, this, you know, look, the game's on ABC. Mm-hmm. It's at 11 a.m. It's network television. It's not buried on, you know, some obscure, you know, ESPN CBS. news or whatever. Sports UCF network. is a name. They've got a name, they've got a name coach in Malzahn. Mm-hmm. And so this is a chance, again, after Notre Dame, after Indiana, for UCF to just put their name out there and just, you know, say, listen, we're, we're, we're a playoff team. You better consider us. And I just think, Desmond Ritter's the best player on the field by a long way, mm-hmm. and I think he'll just show up like he's done all year, like he's done for most of his career. And I, I can see this one getting out of hand and not really being competitive. Malzahn's, you know, listen, you know, we could we could spend a segment on him and, and you know how he when his back's against the wall, how you know you think he doesn't have a chance, he has a chance, and when he's supposed to win, he doesn't. I mean, that's just the whole up and down nature of, of him, but. Uh, this program is it's still a name right now, and again, network television. I just love Cincinnati in this one. I told you last week I thought they were the second-best team behind Georgia right now. I swore I'd have them ranked, and I think they're going to prove it tomorrow. And I don't think this game is, is really competitive. I think you're going to have a big crowd. The crowd's going to be into it. Um, they have really gotten behind this team. You saw it in Notre Dame, all the thousands of fans they had uh, in South Bend, and the the the, the City and the school has really embraced this team, and I think I think they're in for something special. And I just don't see with all the injuries, even without the injuries, I like Cincinnati. I really like them uh, with with them. Um, Golden Knights being wounded like they are. Well, not too many years ago, if you wanted to see Bearcat basketball, you had to buy football tickets. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Things have yeah. changed. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Georgia, Trent, like, I think Kentucky is going to keep this game close. Mm-hmm. They can run the football. They are they self-implode through the first part of the season. They they cleaned it up last week. They turned the ball over so many times. They got two good running backs. They got a good quarterback. The defense is okay. I think this Kentucky and it's the line's coming down when we it put is. it when we did our media com piece. It was twenty four, mm-hmm. and I grabbed them. Now it's twenty two and a half. Twenty two and a half. Is it close or am I nuts? I don't think you're nuts because it's pretty easy to see a way. With Stetson Bennett, 
Georgia's limited offensively. Uh-huh. They don't have dynamic playmakers that you'd anticipate Georgia would, especially at the wide receiver group. They got guy, a guy, a couple of guys. It's not the depth that you'd anticipate there. It'd have to be ugly. It'd have to be 12-10, 16-14. It's something like that. Can they do that? Yeah. My question, though, if Bennett does anything at all and they get out to a 17-3 lead, you're not coming back. Just no, the way Georgia's defense gets all of them. And then we've seen that happen a couple of these weeks with Georgia. They get the lead, they sit on it, and they just absolutely restrict it. You can't do anything offensively. With Will Levis, that's my concern. And it ends up and it's 31-10 mm. or something like that. That's a cover, though. It's a cover. It's a cover. But it's not a close game. Uh, Bama, how do you see it? Yeah, I, I think this has got Arkansas Part 2 written oh, on it. Oh, no. And I hate to t- I, I'm not going to say it's going to be 37 to nothing, but I've watched a decent amount of Kentucky uh, football. Uh, you know, they, when the, the game against Florida mm-hmm. uh, that they won. And listen, I just think LSU is a bad football team. Yeah, and I don't want to take anything away from them uh, in the win last week because when, you, when you're Kentucky – and you have back-to-back home wins against Florida and LSU, that's a story. You're coming in ranked number 11. Georgia is just – their defense, I just don't know how you're going to move the ball on them. And I don't care who's playing quarterback, whether it's Bennett, whether it's Daniels, whoever it is. Fence Wright, they are – they have really been decimated at the receiver position uh, in terms of injuries. George Pickens, who's a kid from Hoover, he went towards ACL in spring. He's probably their most dynamic guy, was their most Not dynamic Hoover guy. High School, Hoover, Alabama. Yeah, well, Hoover <laughs> High School, too. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, our Hoover High School. <laughs> right, right, right. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes, Hoover, yes, Hoover. <laughs> I forgot there was one in Des Moines. Well, right. But anyway, I, I just think that – I think Kentucky is going to struggle offensively. I don't know what the what their total is, I, but – I don't see them scoring more than a couple touchdowns, you know, 13, 14 points at most. And I just think Georgia eventually, like you said, they Kentucky is, until last week, they had been so loose with the football. I mean, you know, Levis has six picks. Okay, if he throws two tomorrow, they're losing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got to play a clean game. They put the ball on the ground a lot. Yep. I, I, you just can't do that against Georgia. Because you're going to wind up either costing yourself points, you're going to give Georgia a short field, and either one of those is disaster. I just, I just don't know that this game is going to be close. Um, you know, like you, but like you said, it's a big number. You're probably smart to grab them because thirty-four ten. I think you got to cover. <laughs> you know, thirty-five <laughs> ten. You don't. <laughs> you got to hope for some field goals from Georgia. All right, let's stay in the uh, one more in the SEC, fellas. Um, Neyland Stadium hasn't been sold out in a long time. Uh, Lane Kiffin is coming back to Neyland Stadium under the lights. The regatta uh, showing up on the boats. Uh, Neyland Stadium is going to have a different feel for the first time in a long, long time. I don't know if it's enough. We know Ole Miss can score by the bushel. Matt Corral is one of the Heisman favorites. Um, Trent, Ole Miss, Tennessee, tight number. You got Lane Kiffin coming back. And Tennessee has found their quarterback. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of people, well, they lost to Pitt. How can Tennessee be any good? Since Hennon Hookers went in there, that team has been completely different. Heupel has that offense going as fast as anybody in the country. Talk about entertaining. Yep. 82 and a half. That's the over-under in the Jeez. game. It's just absolutely asinine. And by the way, look who leads the Coastal Division of the ACC. Pitt. Pitt, right. Right. But that was with Joe Milton, at quarterback, not Hooker. I like Tennessee. I like them to win this game outright and hmm. give Lane a little something to think about on his drive home. You with Bama on this? Are we with Trent Bama? 
I don't know who's going to win the game, but this game should be uh, ESPN and not SEC Network. I know Alabama is the big draw, and they're playing Ole Miss. I think that's the ESPN game in the same time. Play Mississippi State, yeah, yeah. Mississippi State, yeah. And and look, I get Alabama's the draw, and you know you want them on the big network as much as you can. This is going to be, I think, a much more entertaining football game. Like you said, the over-under is sitting a little over 80 right now. Um, you know, Tennessee, yes. Have they found something? They have. But it's against Missouri and South Carolina the last two weeks. So I don't know how excited we're going to get over that. Ole Miss, we know what they can do um, offensively. Man, I don't know who's going to win the game, but I'm going to be watching. And I'm going to be flipping between, you know, Alabama, Mississippi State. And if that one goes how I think it will, I'll be on this one because you're right. Neyland Stadium just has, it hasn't been sold out in years. Mm-hmm. And anytime they've had a, a big time ranked opponent come in, you know, they just, they have not been able to compete. They're going to compete tomorrow. I don't know if they're going to win because I don't know how good their defense is. Um, I don't know how good Ole Miss, I mean, Ole Miss, I don't think, has a very good defense. But you mentioned Corral. I mean, he's sitting at almost, I don't know, 65% completion rate, 1,500 yards, 12 touchdowns, no picks. I mean, mm-hmm. Hooker, 13 touchdowns and a pick. I mean, these are two quarterbacks that are just lighting it up. And one we know about, one I think we're going to learn a lot more about tomorrow night. So I, I, I have no – Ole Miss is so unpredictable – and they're, you know, how up and down and how many points they're going to score and are, are they going to play defense? Are they going to get any stops? All that kind of stuff. They're just so, they're hard to predict. You know, Lane Kiffin is hard to predict. We saw how many times he went for it on fourth down against Alabama. Is he going to be dumb again or is he going to punt when he really needs to punt? Um, I don't, I don't have a feel for who's going to win the game, but man, is it going to be entertaining? This, this one should be fun. And, I'm not a big Tennessee fan, but it's better. This conference yes, I agree. desperately yep. needs them to be good again because it is Florida and Georgia, and that's it in the East. Kentucky's trying, but, man, they desperately need Tennessee to be good and you know step up and beat somebody. So good for them. I hope they're back on track because they haven't been good against the big boys in a long, long time. So this one ought to be fun tomorrow night. and. Get your popcorn ready, Lane, because uh, I think this one's going to be up and down. Uh, fellas, it's it's that time. Uh, we've uh, An ACC game has crept into the list of games. We don't need to spend a ton of time. Uh, the reason I put it on there, it's, first, it's, it's for the, I don't know if it's for the Coastal Division, but it's huge. Uh, Pitt, uh, Vautech, Trent? I'm going to do my best impersonation of my two-year-old. No. Okay. I'm not talking about it. Bama? <laughs> I'll talk about it. I think it's, I mean, look, it, I think it's fun. You know, I, I like Virginia Tech, you know, the environment and everything. They've mm-hmm. just been, again, just, it's hard to get excited about Pitt. Maybe it's just it's hard name. to get excited about Maybe the just, conference. Just go back to Pittsburgh. I mean, but just Pitt. I don't know. Yeah. It, just, it just doesn't sound that exciting. I, it's got a, it's got a chance to be a competitive game. I mean, if Georgia Kentucky gets out of hand, you know, flip over to the Deuce, and you know, maybe this is the one that that you know gives you some entertainment. Um, Pitt, man, they can score fifty points a game, fifty points a game. But again, against two, they got the one win over Tennessee, but that was you know, with, as Trent said, with Milton at quarterback. Um, Virginia Tech kind of had Notre Dame on the ropes last week and and let them off. 
that was a, that that was a fun game at night in Lane Stadium. This one's in the daytime, but um, it's kind of two contrasting styles: offense versus defense. So it could be entertaining. Um, you know, if, if it's for the division, you know, it's kind of like who cares? But look, it's I understand why you put it on. I'll flip over if Georgia Kentucky goes the way I think it's going to. Let's finish up with this, fellas. Uh, with the, the look, we put a Pac-12 game in normally. Uh, this actually has uh, some ramifications mm-hmm. to it. Uh, Sun Devils and Utes, Trent Condon. Sun Devils three and zero. Utes are two and zero. Clearly, tiebreaker implications in the South. I'm not sure. We may be seeing the best team in the Pac-12 in this game tomorrow. How do you see it? You know, Utah's a team I was in big in the preseason. I bet on them to win the South Division. And they got off to a slow start. Brewer and, lost his job. Yeah. And on top of it, you also had the death of a player. For them to bounce back in that fashion and to come back and win that game last week, I think said a lot about this team. Now they're back home. I think emotions on the side of Utah here. And, mm. and this is more, this is not a numbers play, anything like that. I just think being at home, kind of, I don't know if they have anything planned, but it feels like there's going to be some importance there. And because of that reason, that heartbeat, I'm going to go with Utah. Uh, Bam, I know the, your appreciation for Jaden Daniels, Edwards' quarterback. He's a hell of a player. Mm-hmm. I think he's got a chance to be a really good game, Bama. How do you see it? Yeah, I do too. I, I, I like Utah in this one for a lot of the reasons that Trent said. And, and again, I mean, you know, you, this is a team from Arizona playing a night game in Utah. I don't know what the weather's going to be. I haven't seen the forecast or anything else like that. I mean, I don't know if you're going to have any kind of – I mean, it can get chilly up there. At night, I don't know how how bad it's going to be tomorrow night, but listen, Whittingham just—he is the most underrated coach, mm-hmm. one of the most underrated coaches in America. He just sits out there and he wins every year. Um, I do like Daniels. I think again, he's the best player on the field. The thing that's kind of surprised me this year about Utah has been their defense. They they're generally a little bit better, and I'm looking at the numbers here. Arizona State's only given up 16 points a game. That's pretty good. And they played Stanford and UCLA the last two weeks and BYU. Um, now, they lost to BYU, but, uh, you know, Herm, Herm's got – he's got himself a quarterback. He's building a program, and he's got some really good assistant coaches on there. Um, I don't – this one, to me, I'm looking at it. It just says dead even, so I'm assume, I'm assuming this is just a toss-up game. Um over on the numbers at 51. I like Utah just because of the home team or maybe the home factor. Wouldn't be surprised if Arizona State wins this game. And if they do, then I think we've got our clear favorite of the South um, because yeah, for sure. I, they've already beaten UCLA, which is a big one, and they've still got USC on that schedule. But if, if they can get out of Utah, this is, this is their, I think, probably their toughest game so far this year, mm-hmm. even though they've already won in the Rose Bowl. Uh, if they can go into Utah and get a win, I think that's going to be another That's another step in the development of Arizona State. And I think at that point, we got to consider them you know, absolute legitimate contenders for the Pac-12. Yeah, I'm with you, Ben. If they win this football game, I, I don't see a path that they don't get no. into the championship game. Fellas, Absolutely. it's time for that sneaky good game. Trent Condon, your sneaky good game is what? It's a non-conference game right now, but it won't be in the I future. I knew you were going there. BYU failing it. Yeah, it's just... It's good. I like it. A little goofy, a little fun. Yep. Yeah, sign me up. The night ESPN game. I like this one. All righty. Yeah, that's a goofy one, like you said, because, I mean, how often do you play a non-conference game in the middle of the season? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That's not a layup play that the SEC likes to do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, usually we, yeah, we wait. Wedding weekend. The Iron Bowl and we'll play yeah. Western Carolina, but yeah, this is a good one. Uh, what have you got, Bama? Uh, well, I was going to go there, but I, I figured Trent would go if he went first. I'm going to go Pac-12, UCLA-Washington. Yeah. Um, listen, I mean, these were two favorites to start the year, probably, along with Oregon. Um I don't know where either one of them really is, how good either one of them is. i tell you why I'm going to watch it, Ken, because it's going to be 5.30 Pacific time. It's on Fox. It's one of the most beautiful settings you'll ever see in college football out there on Lake Washington. So, I, And I think the game's got a chance to be pretty good. I mean, the, the spread's like a point and a half. Washington favored. I don't know why they're favored uh, coming off a loss to Oregon State. They, they've been really disappointing this year uh, with the losses to Michigan and Montana. UCLA, I mean, you know, win, win, loss, win, loss, win. So it's just the definition of inconsistency. So I'm going to go with this one. I think it's an important game in the Pac-12. It's a Fox game, but I'm going to watch it, you know, just as much for the setting as anything else because it is, it's just absolutely stunning out there. Uh, and this time of year, especially, I went. Uh, I looked at two Big Ten games: uh, Michigan State to see if they could stay unbeaten versus the Hoosiers. But I, I landed on Nebraska, Minnesota to see if they, Nebraska finally gets this bugaboo, finding ways to lose games. Um, we'll, we'll see. Bama, great stuff. We'll recap it with you on Monday. Thank you, Bama Bob. Enjoy the weekend. Will do. Look forward to it, guys. Take care. Thank you, Bama Bob. Trent and I, as we talk a little college football. You like Nebraska? Do you like who do you? How do you I feel don't about that like one? laying more than a field goal because it's Nebraska. Yeah, they'll do something stupid. And Adrian and... Martinez will shine the entire game until the end. Yeah, right. They they feel like they're a lot better than this goal team. A lot better. I, I think it's the diff- I think it's the most difficult game remaining on Iowa's schedule. Yeah, and that's with a trip to Madison still to come. Because against Wisconsin, if you put more than 14 points on the board, you're winning. Right. Mertz has been awful. 14's not beating Nebraska. No, I don't think so. 24, I don't know if it beat Nebraska. That team can move the ball. Mm-hmm. They got a defense. They have maybe the most... This is this very well could sound asinine. I'm ready for it. Well, that's our show. <laughs> the most well-rounded team in the Big Ten West because of Iowa's inconsistency... Uh, of course, the highest of the highs for Iowa's defense and special teams are a lot better than anybody that's else. That's what I was going to say. Special teams put, I checked that box for Iowa. But if you're talking about pretty good offense, mm-hmm. pretty good defense, pretty good special teams, Nebraska's probably the only team in the West that actually checks all three the, the, of those boxes. That, uh, that's fair. That's fair. If you're saying a B- minus or better at everything. Yeah. They're probably the only one. That's not to say Nebraska's better than Iowa. It's a scary game, though. It is. It, it always is, regardless of is. if uh, Nebraska's close. got anything to play for or not. Well, listeners, you have something to play for, and that's an opportunity right now to win some barbecue from our friends at Claxons, 3131 8th Street Southwest in, in Altoona. If you have not played for Claxons Barbecue in the last month, you are again eligible to do so at 2845966. We'll take the first four callers. We'll give you four games. You give us four answers. If you get the most right, a $35 gift certificate from Claxons. The runner-up gets 25-284-5966. If you're getting a ring, stay there. That means you're in. Claxons Barbecue next. It's Miller & Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.
If you're thinking of incorporating or setting up an Iowa LLC, zoom right past LegalZoom and work with Rush Niggett, a Brick Gentry PC. He's set up an affordable online small business package that helps you decide whether to form a limited liability company LLC or a corporation. With Rush Niggett's help, it's easy to form your new small business. Rush Niggett, a business lawyer with Brick Gentry Law PC. Go to RushOnBusiness.com. It's good to have Rush on your side. Do you remember the last walk-off homer to win the World Series? It's been a while, but the answer is 1993. Do you know when Wolf Roofing started roofing houses? That's right, 1993. Wolf Roofing has been around for a long time. For your next roofing project, put the experience of Wolf Roofing on your side. Find them on the web at wolfroofing.net or give them a call at 515-225-8866. Or online, Wolf Roofing. say, simplified. Trent Condon here for the Urology Center of Iowa. Now is your chance to sit on the couch guilt-free all weekend long watching football while you heal after your vasectomy from the Urology Center of Iowa. The doctors there perform my procedure in less than a half hour. Make the call to 515-400-3550. That's 400-3550 and online at iowauro.com. A guilt-free football watching weekend after your vasectomy. No. Trent Condon here to tell you about Renestate, the new revenue rocket ship. Putting your home up for rent, not for sale. But why would you do that in a seller's market? Just do the math. Selling a home will catch you some cash once, while renting a home keeps that cash coming month after month after month. And because there are always renters, but not always buyers, Renestate is foolproof, recession-proof, and retirement plan positive. What's not to love? The hassles of being a landlord? For one monthly flat rate, Renner's Warehouse will take away the tedious tasks. Tend to your tenants, answer the 3 a.m. calls, market your property, and collect the rent. Make the savvy, long game, paradigm shift and choose Renestate with Renner's Warehouse. Get your free rental price analysis today. Go to Renner'sWarehouse.com or call 515-528-4429. 515-528-4429. Because you can't buy happiness. And conditions. Now back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Here's Ken and Trent. All right, time to give away some barbecue from our friends at Claxons, 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Trent just shared during the break that last week our winner in this contest went one and three. Yeah. It came down to the tiebreaker. All four contestants went one and three. Everybody missed the Raiders, I tried to tell you. Everybody missed Michigan as it was three and a half. Jeez. So it was uh, everybody went one and one in the other games, came down to the tiebreaker. Jason won it. David got second. So we're giving away barbecue for a sub-500. Yeah. Maybe it should go to us if I that was going to say, right? I like the sounds of that all of a sudden. Uh, Mike C., Jeff David, and Mike A., one and three took first place last week in this contest. If you win it, you'll get $35 in barbecue from Claxons. The runner-up gets 25 Mike C. is up first. Hello, Mike. How are you? I'm great, guys. I love your show, and thanks for taking it. And just a FYI for you, 
another Penn State defensive player just went down. So let's go. <laughs> well, thank you for the kind words, Mike C. Uh, right. Mike, here we go. We'll start with those Hawks. They're an 11 and a half point favorite over Purdue. Iowa just barely covers. Okay. Iowa State, six and a half at K State. K State's going to cover but lose. Okay. Green Bay is a five and a half point favorite over the Bears. Green Bay. Minnesota is a point and a half favorite over the Carolina Panthers. Minnesota. Here's the tiebreaker, Mike. Patrick Mahomes will have how many passing yards against the football team closest without going over Mahomes' passing yards Sunday? And who are they playing? Washington. 350. Mike, you have a good weekend. Thank you. You guys too. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, Jeff is with Miller and Condon. Hello, Jeff. Good morning. Good morning to you. Hawks, 11.5 over the Boilers. We're going to go with the Hawks. Iowa State will give 6.5 on the road at K-State. We're going to go with the Cyclones. Green Bay is a 5.5 point favorite over the Bears. We're going to go with the Packers. And Vikings a point and a half over the Panthers. Oh, this one hurts. Um, we'll go with the Vikings. All right, uh, the uh, tiebreaker, Jeff, is Mahomes' uh, passing yards versus the football team closest without going over. Let's go with 315. Thank you, Jeff. Have a good weekend. Yep, you too. Thank Thanks. you. Appreciate it. David is up next on KXNO. Hi, David. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Uh, the Hawks are an 11.5 point favorite over Purdue. Go Hawks. Iowa State, 6.5 at K-State. I'm going to take K-State. Green Bay gives 5.5 to the Bears. I'll take the Packers. Vikings, a point and a half favorite over Carolina. Yeah, I'll take Carolina. Mahomes passing yards, closest without going over Sunday versus Washington. 367. David, have a good weekend. Thank you. You too. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Oh, we cut him off there. I think we got the Gohawks in, did we not? We got it. It was close. Yes. Uh, Mike A. brings Claxons to a close for the week. Hello, Mike. Good morning, guys. Morning, Mike. Uh, the Hawks are an 11.5-point favorite over Purdue. Iowa. Iowa State, 6.5 over the Cats. I think Iowa State shows their offense and covers. All righty. Green Bay gives 5.5 to the Bears. Green Bay. Uh, the Vikings a point and a half favorite over Carolina. Where's that game at? At Carolina. I'll take Carolina. Okay, and the tiebreaker, Patrick Mahomes, they're on the road versus the football team, his passing yards, closest without going over, Mike. One. One it is. Thank Smart you, Mike. Man. You have a good weekend. Thank you. Have a good one. Thanks. Take care. Yeah, we're seeing more and more of that. Yes, now. yes. No, at the end, you're batting clean up. You get yeah. that final choice. And now, did the winner uh, that we had to we had the one and three? The tiebreaker decided it. Did the winner? Didn't we have a one last we did. week? Didn't get that though because remember we had that fourteen six game in baseball. Our tiebreaker was total runs. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, was it? and it was forty was the actual oh, total for the four games. Yeah, that twenty spot really threw it off. So going low didn't work there and. Against that Washington pass defense? He's yuck. If Chase Young, get your head out of your ass, young man. It's, Trent, I'm with you. That whole defense. Well, and individually, it's they're not playing team defense. They're not playing like they did last January. Mm-hmm. They gave Tampa about as good as game of anybody. Mm-hmm. They did. That's true. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? With a kid who never started before. Right. 
Unbelievable. Uh, we will uh, have our picks when we come back. Our final segment of the week. Well, not Trent. Trent's got duties tonight. You're, you're at uh, Valley and Dowling. So before we go to break, let's yeah. spend a minute on this. What What is this week in high school football? It is really playoff positioning. And for a lot of teams, it's staying alive for the playoffs. For the small classes, A-player, A, 1A, and 2A, this is the final week of the regular season. Uh-huh. Playoffs start next week. 32 teams will be in the bracket. Next week will be the final week. But for a team like Dowling, a win here, maybe you get a chance to host or not have to go on the road in the first round. For Valley, it's about probably positioning themselves to get two home games before the Unidome would come. So that's what you get here. And normally, when we get to weeks eight and nine, you know how dreadful some oh, of those weeks are. Oh, it's usually awful. And look at it this week. Yeah. We got Ankeny Centennial Southeast Polk. That game also on CISN. Of course, Valley Dowling, I'll have that one tonight and also radio call on the bowl. And what else we got? Joaquin Northwest. They got a big matchup themselves I'll give against you the Hawks. I'll give you a sneaky good matchup. Bondurant and Indianola. Yes. Yeah, That's two huge. teams. Bondurant's unbeaten. 4A positioning there, mm-hmm. and then they finish up with another big one, does Bondurant for our, I think they get Norwalk. Uh, they do nine. get Norwalk, yes. So yes. schedule really ramps up for them. Just huge, huge implications here. And it's great because that happened always in the smaller classes, but we didn't get it in the biggest class. Thank goodness we actually have good good games now in weeks eight and nine. I, I when I used to sit here and here where Joe Stacy sits, I dreaded these final weeks yeah. before we got to the playoffs. I'm speaking to Joe Stacy, football Friday night, that crew will be on the air at six o'clock tonight, uh, taking you until when do they finish? Ten thirty. Yes, six until ten thirty. High school coverage here. Football Friday night. Joe Stacy and company at six. Our picks next. Fourteen sixty KXNO one oh six. Are you missing out on life's activities because of hip pain? Ask your orthopedic surgeon about anterior advantage hip replacement. To learn more, visit aahip.com. That's aahip.com. The performance of hip replacements depend on age, weight, activity level, and other factors. There are potential risks and recovery takes time. Only an orthopedic surgeon can tell you if hip replacement is right for you. To find an orthopedic surgeon in central Iowa that uses anterior advantage hip replacement, go to a. Yes, football season is here, but baseball season never ends. Victory Mounds is your ace when it comes to premium baseball and softball products and services. With portable pitching mounds and everything else you need for your indoor facility. Or help this fall getting your field ready for next spring and summer. Victory Mounds Field Consulting Services can help you improve the quality and playability of your field. Go to VictoryMounds.com and stay in the game all year. Fading locations. Joined by Dr. Ethan Heisman from Elite Eye Care, University Avenue in West Des Moines. I suffer from dry eyes. It's not just eye drops. There's other treatments that are out there. We have one of the newest treatments available in our office. It's called Intense Pulsed Light, or IPL. It targets the abnormal blood vessels that are the root cause of the inflammation causing dry eye. The side benefit is you don't see those blood vessels anymore. That's Elite Eye Care. 9250 University Avenue in West Des Moines and a new location, the Eye Company in Ankeny. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Football Friday picks from Miller and Condon on KXNO. Brought to you by Circus Sports. Sports betting the way it should be. 
with Circa Sports Iowa. All right, welcome back. Ten minutes before noon. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KX and 0106.3 FM. Uh, our final segment of the week, Murph and Andy, in an hour and ten minutes, the Fanatics at three and football Friday night, Joe Stacy and company at six. Well, Trent Condon, we went into last week deadlocked at the top. Uh, I stunk. You weren't much better, but good enough to reclaim the lead. Three and two, winning week, 60% on the year. I'll certainly sign up for that. Not quite there on the season. Overall record, I am 17-13 and 13 against the number one in five in my best bets. Ooh. Ken, uh, game and a half behind me, 15-14 and one, but an incredible five and one with his best bets. That's the place to be going here. Let's get into it here as we kick things off with a little college football. And we go first to right here in our backyard. I'm going there, Ken. Mm, Purdue makes their way into Kinnick Stadium. Jeff Brom has had the number of the Hawkeyes. And it continues here. Letdown spot. A defense that is better. One of the best defensive linemen in the country against those young tackles. I see concerns all over the place here. This thing's nip and tuck. Just find a way to win, Iowa. Doesn't matter how ugly it is. Give me the Boilers and the 11 and a half. Game number two, we go to some action. My dude, Chris Creighton and mm-hmm. Eastern Michigan. They welcome in Ball State. It's been a covering machine. I've made a lot of money backing the Eagles in this one. And then I look at both sides and I break down the numbers. I don't understand how I'm getting a point. Don't need the point. Play money line doesn't matter with a one-point spread. Eastern Michigan wins this one by a touchdown against Ball State. Into the NFL, there's one undefeated team left in the NFL. It is the Arizona Cardinals, a very banged-up Arizona team. Just announced a little bit ago that there is an injury at the running back spot for Cleveland. No chub. The number currently at circa 3.5 might scare some people away. Don't do it. Browns are better. Lay the three in the hook with the Brownies. We finish it up in the NFL with the Colts welcoming in Houston. Colts let one get away. But how are they favored by 10 against anybody? I get how bad the Texans are, but I'm getting 10 points against a 1-4 team? <laughs> Give me that. Texans plus the 10. And we wrap it up with our best bet of the week, and it's back in the music you're hearing right now, the SEC. Old Miss Tennessee, Ken, I told you. Wrong team's favored. Give me the Vols. They got something waiting for the Volunteers and Lane Cliff and their old coach, big time. I love Tennessee in this spot. Head and Hooker plus the two and a half. So that's your best bet of the week? Best bet of the week. All right. All right uh, I'm looking up at Trent Condon again, so let's start in the college game, shall we, with that game that Tref ref- Trent just referenced? I'll take Old Miss. Oh, boy. Head to head. Matt Corral is a legitimate quarterback. Tennessee, I love the story. I look at the schedule. I can't get too excited yet. The fan base will be going crazy. Neyland Stadium, first sellout in a long, long time. Great to see that that stadium is going to come alive. But I'll take Kiffin and Old Miss and lay the, what do you have? I have two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half it is. I've got a pickle here. Arizona State and Utah. Look, Utah's a tricky place to play. I get that. Utah, uh, I'm taking Arizona State. I think Jaden Daniels is the difference in this football game. The winner of this, especially if it's Arizona State, they have their ticket punched to the Pac-12 championship. Lots to play for for both teams. More so, I think, for the Sun Devils. I'll take Arizona State. To the NFL, well, I'm going to stay in the state of Tennessee. Why not? I think it'll be good to me on Saturday. 
I think it'll be good to me on Monday. Tennessee hosting the Buffalo Bills on Monday night football. Mr. Monday night, I'm going to give you a little help. You don't have to do your homework on this one. Bills are on a roll. Give me the Bills. Five, five and a half. I had it at five. I see it at five and a half this morning. Whatever that is, Trent. Uh, The Bills over Tennessee. Cowboys on the road against the Patriots. I love this Cowboys team. I'm a huge believer in Dallas. I think that they can come out of the NFC. I really do. And I wouldn't have thought that going into the year. thought they'd be decent, but they're way better. That defense, nice job uh, they're doing uh, with uh, Coach Quinn. Has this team playing very, very well on the defensive side of the ball. Lay the three and a half and give me the Cowboys. And my best bet of the week, look, I hate to say that week number six is a must-win game for the Kansas City Chiefs, but it kind of looks like that, doesn't it? Look how the Chargers are playing. Kansas City's two and three. Not after this week. I think they roll against the football team. They're struggling to stop the pass. Um, And by the way, Kelsey's playing, and Hill is playing, and Josh Gordon is playing, and Patrick Mahomes is playing. Best bet of the week. Chiefs, minus six and a half. Look at that. Four favorites and a pick for you. Yep. Four dogs and one favorite for me. And you do have the lead in this contest so We go far. about it a lot different ways, though, don't we? We do. Absolutely. It's fun, though. Uh, thank you to Circa uh, for sponsoring that portion of the program, as well as numerous other portions of our program. Good to have them on board and in the state of Iowa. That will do it for the week. Trent has Valley Dowling on the Bull tonight, getting underway at 645. 645 pregame, 7 o'clock kick, 96.9 FM. Good stuff. Uh, Murph and Andy are an hour and five. The Fanatics are three football Friday night at six and of course the Saturday morning pregame tomorrow morning at eight o'clock. Have a great weekend 1460 KXNO 106.3 FM.